into friendships thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so great. It's gonna be the best. This is gonna be great. This person and me, we get along so well. And then they do something I don't like. And I'm like, mm-hmm. run away, run away, run away. Like on the yeah. <laughs> and, it, and instead of just like shutting them off when they do something that hurts mm. you or do something that offends you or you feel like bad vibes, like it reminds you of a past relationship that hurt, mm. you gotta give people grace and show them love even when they struggle with something. Cause you want the same thing in return. Hey guys, welcome back to season two, episode four of Hanging with Haley and Heidi. I'm Haley. And I'm Heidi. And today we're going to be talking about how we can be better friends. Let's get into it. All right. Well, welcome back, guys. Sorry, I just banged the table. That was so loud. So today, guys, we have a little bit of a surprise for y'all. We have a special guest on the show. First ever guest. That's and true. it is Emma Spencer, the one, the only. Give Hello, Hello, Emma. I am so glad to be here. This yeah. has been a fun experience so far. Emma, <laughs> Emma said before we started that it sounds like she's listening to the podcast while we're sitting here. It's I a little trippy. That. I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a little trippy. <laughs> so today we want to talk about how we can be better friends. It's been kind of on me and Haley's heart lately to want to talk about friendship. I don't know. Just something. I think we all, everyone struggles with friendship. Everyone. It's very prevalent. Uh, not prevalent. What's the word? Relevant. Thank relevant. you. Relevant. Oh, it's good to have your voice down here. Yeah, very re- re- relevant to anybody and everybody. Exactly. We need friends, but we also all struggle with friends. Totally. Mm-hmm. So we have a few questions for you today, Emma. All right. So we are going to ask, and Emma's going to talk, and we're going to listen to her wisdom. She's going to give us my my plethora of <laughs> wisdom. Okay, so we wanted to ask you what friendship means to you. What does it look like in your life and in the life of a believer, if you would say? Okay, so I I guess I'll kind of like piggyback both questions just because I am a believer. So it kind of like helps me. But I guess I'll start off with what friendship used to look like for me. And then like kind of the transition, especially this past year, has taught me um, what like true friendship is, you know, and what God wants in our friendships. And so I think at first a friend, I was just someone who always was with you. I had this best friend from like kindergarten to ninth grade. We were like literally like sewn together, hip is what my mom said. And so um, we did everything together. We both were like the goody two shoes of the gray. We both loved doing school and all this stuff. And so I just never, I never found the need to have other community outside of her. And like, but I found my identity solely in her. And so fast forward, high school, you know, girls can get so dramatic. And Amen. Amen. We ended up, um, I guess, parting ways as friends. But I went to a very small school, so that was like panic for me because I was mm-hmm. like, I don't have her. What am I going to do? And what I, I had to learn first was that in order for me to be a good friend to other people, was that I had to know who I was in God first. Mm. Because what I realized is I had lost my identity totally because I had consumed myself in who she was. Mm. And when God had started revealing that in my heart, I was like, oh my gosh. And so I tried again with friendships. I tried making new friends and I was just like so upset the whole time because I'm like, they're on her side or like, you know, they don't really get what I'm saying and no one's really connecting with me as we used to. But it was because I had to realize that I was at a higher standard now, you know? Yeah. I wasn't in the place I was before with her. I wasn't in the place I I was before even with myself yeah. and so I think totally um even going into the godly friendship thing is you have to have your identity set in who you are and if you don't have that identity set then you're not know you're not going to know what you want out mm-hmm. of another person because relationships are give and take and everyone says that and you know people say 50 50 but it's totally 100 100 yeah. all the time yeah and well, that's how it should be totally yeah. totally well it's yeah exactly and that's like biblical you know yeah and so I think totally what friendship means to me is just 
some people that I can walk alongside with life. And like, I get to the point now where if they don't respect my boundaries, then that's just a friend that I'm not close enough to. But I have to respect myself first enough to set those boundaries. Because exactly. that's not what I was doing. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's something I learned this year, like, or the past few years. You're reading a book right now on boundaries. I'm reading a book right now on boundaries, and which I haven't even gotten that far in it. But I feel like that's what causes a lot of problems in friendships is because totally. people invest in, so much in each other yeah but they you take you take identity in each other like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I grew up finding my identity in friends and even in like my mom and stuff like you, you relationships in relationships in you can't right. you can't do that because you're never like that's not gonna satisfy satisfy you. you so if you're looking for your identity in that they're gonna let you down and then your identity is like not enough yeah, like totally. you don't and then you don't feel enough mm-hmm. and so then i feel like that's just so like that's not how we were created our identity is sorry our identity is supposed to be in Jesus, and if it's not right. in that, then we we're did not a whole podcast on like identity, yeah, finding yeah. our identities in even each other. Like mm-hmm. growing up, it was like you compare yourself to people, and that's where your identity is. Just you can go down a whole rabbit trail, but right, it's definitely. But yeah, definitely having boundaries with people. Totally, like because what's in your yard, your life is. You have to be able to have people that respect that, or. It's gonna go downhill. Is this it's Henry Cloud? Gonna... Is that who? Yeah, I I will listen to it's his good. podcast. Wait, who's, so who are we talking about? The guy he who wrote writes it. the boundaries oh, books. I never I never read it. Oh, so many different like, ones sorry. too. <laughs> but it's been good so far. I think everyone needs to know like bound know your boundary yeah. and know other people know where your yard ends and begins because if you don't, then it's gonna I get really like... confusing and drama, mm. drama. That way, it's all well. Boundaries are like something that I have to have like yeah. that's just like something when I go to new, especially friendships now as I'm getting older I'm looking for the bad not bad but like I'm always looking for the the red flags right when I meet somebody mm. I'm like okay mm. whoa you're kind of so it's, you have to be careful just watch out for people totally and I think another thing is like us as Christians especially as women we think that having boundaries is being mean mm-hmm. I hear so many girls yep. tell me all the time like I don't want to be mean to him don't or I don't want to no. be mean to her and I'm like um She's walking all over you yeah. like you're a doormat. And that's so rude to say, but it's like people have to wake up to the reality that God doesn't call us to just do everything. You know, there's mm-hmm. that. I don't know where it is in the Bible, but it says if you have a quarrel with someone like try to one on one fix it. Mm-hmm. If not, bring some people from the church. And then if they still won't listen, then you have to leave them yeah. because leave them to their own devices, leave them to their own selves, because yeah. at this point they're just too stubborn to hear it. You Amen. Know? I mean, that's the thing is, though, it's like. If people want. If people really love you, they're going to respect your boundaries and they're going to respect how far you can go with something and like quarrel, all that quarrel. I don't know. I'm <laughs> you, but I don't know. That, that's something I've definitely learned is that it's not wrong to have boundaries. Yeah. And it's not wrong to say no. It's not people. wrong to say no. Even if it comes down to you have a germaphobe problem and you don't want people drinking after you and they ask and you uh, say no. That's a very specific uh, example. <laughs> yeah, that's happened to me no, before. I'm and I'm always like, I'm such a people pleaser. Like, I don't mm, want to let anyone down. So I'm like, yeah, drink my water. Right. So the, the root of that issue is, like we were saying, our identity. Yeah. Because you know? it's like, all right, God, do do I find it in people? Like, mm-hmm. where what are my motivations? And like, mm-hmm. what is driving me to get this approval? Like, why do I need this approval? It's like, if mm-hmm. we are solely satisfied in the Lord, then everything in the world, not that it won't, you know, affect us because there is sin in this world that we're is not in a perfect world. Flesh, right. Yeah. But if we are set in that, solid foundations can be so much easier to set those, like, fence posts and I think, lines. yeah and I think that's something I've learned over the past year has just been very much so like finding my foundation in Christ because if it's like that has truly changed my life in the way my friendships are and the way my all my relationships are totally so all right next question that was good, good. 
I like that. Um, did we talk about why friendship is important? No. All I right. I feel like we're just going to go into all this stuff, but why is friendship important to you, Emma? I love and, how they both turned to me. Yeah, we're like looking at you. Know, guess. You know, I feel honored. Mm-hmm. Um, I think friendship is so important because, I mean, just think about in the early church days, you know, it, I mean, it's not a requirement to be a Christian to go to church, mm-hmm. but Jesus puts so much emphasis on community. I mean, God's powerful enough that if he wanted one man to be the only guy who spread the gospel, then it would have happened yeah. one way or another. But he had 12 others with him and like a like a bunch of other followers, yeah. too. And so you think about that and you're like, why did why did God want imperfect people by his side? And or it was, need them. Which, right. Right. Yeah. And so and you're like, what? Like you hear about Peter. He was a zealot. And he literally wanted to take the government down. And you're like, oh. Yeah. But then Jesus is like, Peter, you're the rock I'm going to build my church on. Mm. And you're like, what? Like how in the world? But it's like. I don't know. It's just Adam had Eve. You know, God said that man was alone and that was not good. Mm-hmm. So therefore he gave him a partner. And so I think in any relationship, honestly, people being alone, I don't, I mean, this might just because I'm an extrovert, but like me being alone, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my well, thank gosh. As, like, as an introvert, I'll say that sometimes being alone is good. I think yeah, everyone she- needs, <laughs> which is a whole other topic of friendship is when yeah. knowing your time to Okay, yeah. I need to step back. Step back. Right. Yeah, but that, no, I understand that, what you're saying. No, Heidi's the exact same way. I need, yeah. I she need people. With people. But I think even the most introverted of introverts oh, yeah. are like, like still striving for that connection because Companionship. If, if you're just mm-hmm. like dry and like that's why we need a relationship with the Lord because if like I'm not getting fed with anything, I feel like that's also your community and your friendships. Like like we were saying, a hundred, a hundred all the time. Like it's give and take. Well, I feel like that's quarantine for a lot totally. of people. It was such a lonely season, which I had Haley in my family, and but some people don't have built-in partners, you know. <laughs> but I'm just saying in quarantine, that's such a time, even for me, like without the church and without as much connection and community, it felt like very lonely and very like, I felt like a drought kind of whenever quarantine hit. I feel like it, I it, felt felt like it showed, emphasized how much church is you important. You need and fellowship is important. Yeah, because it's like without it, you just feel so like, I felt discouraged. I didn't mm-hmm. feel connected to the body. And I don't know, it just felt very dry and showed me my need for that in a way. Totally. Yeah. But big question. What do you think our friendships, what do you think friendships in our generation lack? Oof. Oh. <laughs> this wow. generation we live in. How much longer do we have? <laughs> I'm kidding. Not everyone's terrible. Not everyone's terrible. <laughs> Not everyone. Hopefully this will help a few people. <laughs> um, I guess, like we were saying, we already stated boundaries. I think that was a really good one mm-hmm. for sure. Like I just love how we just kind of went in that because that's been a big thing in my season just being, you know. But I think also communication is really big and lacking. Me and Heidi literally said that was one of the things. Yeah. That's like communication is the biggest, one of the biggest things. Oh, well, everything's lives. over a screen nowadays. Totally. It's like everything. Relation. It's how people meet each other is on, like, it's just crazy to me. Oh, I know. People don't just go up and have a conversation. Even if you go to a restaurant with people, you see every single person on, is on a screen. Yeah. I just feel like that's, oh. And you know what's so sad? Pet people peeve. people who are like, oh, I don't like my phone. I'm an old soul. I'm like, no, you just you just know that that real life is not behind this little, this exactly. little thing in hands. That's so know? true. Because me and Haley always said that. I'm like, which I, I'm on my phone a good bit. But I feel like I know when it's appropriate to put it down, you know? Oh, yeah. Because me and Heidi, we, we're old people. We say we're old souls. But yes. like, we just know when there's a time. Like, we were raised knowing, like, you don't have your phone at the dinner table, you right. know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And not just like, I'm on my phone 
you know, a good bit. A good bit. Oh, this yeah. generation. Work. But it's just a time and place. It's a time and place. And totally. you kind of know that. But yeah, that's, I feel like, a big thing with friendships. I feel like also people try to resolve stuff over oh, text. No, yeah. No, 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 that no. <laughs> whole another podcast. But yeah. I just feel like things like that need, there needs to be like real life. Like that's a whole other life. That's Even not just real picking life. up your phone and calling somebody yeah. is so much better than texting because so, you can't hear any emotion on text. Right. And you can't. You can't express, I don't know, what what you're really thinking, what you're really feeling. And you can think, you can stew on words. You don't see reactions or body which language. Which I think text can oh, come in, can come in handy. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, sometimes because you just need to, like, think before you speak. Oh. Mm-hmm. But other times I feel like it's something, be mature, like pick up the phone, call. Yeah. You know? I, I think agree. it just shows a level of care, like, yeah. too. Because I feel like just reflecting on people I would rather call than text it's like those are the people that I know that I'm like okay I'm gonna be intentional with you and I need to step forward and do this especially if we are having a hard conversation Mm -hmm. if it's an easy one you know still I do like calls or like I don't know I iPhone has like the little audio messages now yeah me and Emma had a voice memo conversation the other day and I was like I've never done this before but all right (laughs) I was like this is my only way of communication (laughs) I think that's great yeah but yeah I think that's definitely screens Communication, like you mm-hmm. said, that's such a big thing our generation lacks that needs some work. But what else? What else do y'all think our generation could? Oof, um, us included. I'm not leaving us oh, out of this, guys. We're no, not. We're not no, saying this to any everybody of this because we think we're better than or because we have it all together. We've all done it incorrectly. We've all done it incorrectly, <laughs> and honestly, this is practicing helping us. Right. I think our, our maybe not just our generation, but friendships in general lack some. I'm not saying all. Lack intention intentionality. That's what I was gonna say next. And yeah. they just like we we're all just waiting for somebody else to make the first move. Mm. Like we're all just like okay, they're gonna call me. I'm gonna wait till they call me so mm-hmm. that we can meet up. Or I'm gonna no if they cancel on me. Nope, not again. You know what I mean? But Never like again. obviously there is boundaries. If somebody you since you've been walked over, walked over, you have to know. Yeah, there's time and place. But like knowing, giving intention. You're like me and Heidi. I know we struggle a lot with making plans with people, and like that is something like honestly. We, I wish we were better at because we want friends. We love hanging out with people, mm. but it's like we're not good at making the we're first We're not good move. at initiating yeah. things. Yeah, and that's a struggle, but... And that could probably be from your past experiences. That I was going to say, oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and that's what's so sad that today, like, we've all been scarred by people. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know if this is just a girl thing. Like, if we had, like, a dude over here, like, do you get <laughs> this, too? No, I, feel I, like, I don't think they have. I feel like guys are just so much, like, y'all are so dramatic. Why do y'all care but I feel if you're like they the don't, they, I feel like they stuff it in, though. They don't talk about things. They don't talk about it. Unhealthy guys don't Unhealthy talk about guys, anything. Yeah. <laughs> so where were you going with the... Uh, what you were just the saying. past, the past. You might have been hurt by somebody. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I find that true. I find that, well, like I feel like just as kids, like friendship was so easy. Like friendships in general were just like oh. like walk up to a kid at the park. I want to be friends. I want to be friends. Like why right. can't? Why oh can't? My gosh. I, the thing is, as kids, you don't really. Day, but I know. <laughs> I mean, hey, there you go. I still remember kids' friends I made at parks and stuff like that. Not that for you. But anyway, I have a quick build question, I guess I could like ask you all, like, how do you think it's important to move on from those like hurting points? Like, I definitely know how I I was trying to heal. You know, mm-hmm. we're all in that process yeah. of still healing from like high school relationships and mm-hmm. moving on to that phase where we're like adults now. Yeah, we're, Emma's our age. Are, yes, you're, I'm a freshman at LSU. I'm 18. So you're 18. Yeah. Okay, yeah. you're 19. Yeah, I did too, but. I'm I'm very late. I'm August, so uh, you're either okay. the oldest, the youngest, or September. Grade. So same thing. Yeah, y'all get it. <laughs> yeah. So how do we move on? That's a good question because I mean, I feel like everybody has a relationship that went awry. I don't care if it's a friendship or it was a 
boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend. whatever you all have. Everybody has, everybody struggles with that or has had some sort of hurt that has caused pain in the past. But I think moving on from that kind of thing, you really can't look to that person to be like, to give you peace. Closure. And give you closure and to give you anything like that. Because if you're looking at that person, it might never come. Like for my personal experience, that never came from that person. Right. And, but the moment I kind of found found freedom was when I stopped looking to them to to like make me feel okay, and I was looking to God and saying, "Okay, I know you have a plan with this. I right. know that there's a reason that this is going on and that this happened." And I know, looking back, I see, "Oh wow, Lord, thank you. Like yeah. this, you use this for my good and your glory." And like that's just been something that I've clung to, even when I'm like so confused, like why God did this have to happen? Why can't I be friends with this person? Why did this have all of everything go wrong? And then I look and I'm like, "Whoa." This past year has been like life changing. Like I feel like a whole different person and I wouldn't have been this person if that didn't happen. You know, mm-hmm. just being thankful. Look for the good in that because there is good in it. God doesn't right. do things if it's not for our good. Right. Agreed. What about you, Emma? Have you experienced, have you healed from me? hurt? <laughs> You're like, you asked us a question. <laughs> we're going to turn you it back on you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I think with my hurt, like you were saying, like not looking to that person, but also it's that whole identity thing, right? It's like, okay, well, do I love myself enough to know that I deserve better? You know, Mm -hmm. do I love, do I love that person enough to know that they're flawed just like me? Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. I think I just, I dealt so much with resentment, even with just like adult relationships and like family issues and even like potential boyfriend relationships. I just like have dealt with so much resentment because I'm like, they just never understood me, like all this stuff. And there was even people in my life encouraging me like, well, they never took the time to do this. And I'm like, okay, that's true. But if I cared about that person at one point in time and I care, and it's also like a, a proper act of love, you know, like I think that's another thing friendships today are missing is like properly loving each other because no one, Oof. love is so skewed. But anyways, oh my gosh, I know. But anyways, I think like just realizing where where that true love comes from in friendships and knowing that love like casts out all wrong. And that I literally wrote this first down first Peter four, eight says above all love each other deeply because mm-hmm. love covers a multiple, a multitude of sins. Yes. Yeah. And I wrote I, that is one of my favorite verses because when we realize that we're all human and we're all mm-hmm. going to mess up and me and Heidi or me, I'm going to talk about me. <laughs> I've made so many mistakes in my relationships and I've hurt people. I know I have, yeah. and I've said things that I wish I wouldn't have said. And, Done things when you, you wish you would have done. Exactly. And you have to realize that somebody else is going to do that to you. Mm-hmm. And if you can have the grace and the love to forgive them when they do it to you, you can hope that they'll have that same grace to you when you totally. mess up. Yeah. And I think going into, the, okay, so you lose friends, but going into new friendships and saying, okay, fresh slate, fresh, clean start. This person is their, this person is their own person. They're not me. I'm not them. I'm going to mess up. They're going to mess up. And going into that with a clear conscience and knowing like, yeah. We're both human beings. We're both flawed. This is not going to be perfect. Because sometimes I go into, I've gone into friendships thinking like, oh my gosh, this is so great. It's going to be the best. This is going to be great. This person and me, we get along so well. And then they do something I don't like, and I'm like, oh, run away, run away, run away. Like on the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and it and instead of just like shutting them off when they do something that hurts mm. you or do something that offends you or you feel like bad vibes, like it reminds you of a past relationship that hurt. Mm. You gotta, which you have to be able to be aware of like toxic people and like know sure. whenever you need to step back but at the same time give people grace and show mm-hmm. them love even when they struggle with something because you want the same thing in return totally you know i was gonna say something i cannot remember <sighs> story of my life oh, dang it <laughs> this happens to me all the time i think something our generation or at least i have thought 
before is like I need a lot of friends mm-hmm. that I need lots of them to feel connected and like oh we could go to whole social media talk about that one yeah and, and like, like how many followers do you have yes that's and not real <laughs> well and that, I literally saw this verse today and I was like wow Proverbs is just like amazing Proverbs sometimes so I was good. reading it today it sometimes reminds me of fortune cookies like just some of the one liners they probably got fortune cookies from Proverbs <laughs> no not really I'm just but but okay, so first Proverbs eighteen twenty four <laughs> says, "A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother." Ooh, so good. And I was like, "We're not meant to have thousands of friends." Like, no, thousands. you can, you know. Four. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, we're not that we weren't made for that. We're no. meant to, we, and if you can't have a good connection with one person, then it's going to be you need to have that many people in your life. Then first of all, your identity is placed in your friends. Totally. And I feel like it's all going back to identity because that's so. You gotta know who you are before you're trying to. I'm glad you did an identity podcast before this. I was about to be like, uh, let's stop the recording. <laughs> let's stop. Um, let's talk about identity, identity, identity first. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, how um, can we be better friends, each and uh, of us personally? Oof. Why don't we all go around the mm. table? Haley, you start. For me, I think I wish I could stop being so pessimistic going into new friendships because for yeah. me, making new friends since a, since like my high school relationships and all that kind of stuff. It's been hard for me. Mm-hmm. And I have made a lot of new friends. 2020 was a year of new friends. And that's great in, in many ways. But it's also like I was scared going into a lot of those. And just going into a friendship with like what Heidi was saying earlier, open eyes and grace and love towards each other and knowing and not having your expectations high and just being like, this person, we might not be best friends, but if I can go to you and just talk, like that's such, such good or have a good time with somebody. Like not all friends are meant for the same thing. Yeah. Some might be your person you go and, and rant to because they're not even in your sphere of life. Or mm-hmm. somebody might be your person, let me just let's go have a good time. Let's go be stupid together, you know? Right. Just, <laughs> I don't know. But that's for me, just being less pessimistic going so into friendships. So would you say yeah. that you're still pessimistic even months into a relationship or even years? I don't know. Like, are you still that way with, with people, people you're really close to? Y- yes, I guess. And no. I mean, I'm always looking for somebody. I, I feel bad about this, but I think... I'm always looking for somebody to mess up in a way. And that's mm. my expectations being high and me looking for somebody to mess up because I don't want to be hurt again. It's mm-hmm. like my wall's going up. Yep. And that's not even necessarily for them to mess up, but for them to hurt me. I'm on guard all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's something I really have to pray for to let go of that control because that is a control thing. Yeah, in a way. Oh, that's not totally. trusting. To let go of that and just trust God where he has me where he has me. He has people in my life for a reason. Mm-hmm. So that's my thing. Mm, I like that. Yeah. All right, Emma. How can you uh, be a better friend? Um, I think for me, it was definitely like communication and being confident in myself enough to communicate to people what I expect out of things. But also the same thing, like not having like trust issues. I put that in air quotes just because yeah. everyone's like, I have trust issues. And I'm like, but that's your excuse for not getting close to anyone. Yeah. You know, and that's not a bad thing because that's something that the devil wants to root in our hearts to like disconnect us from people mm-hmm. and that's why the bible is so prominent about like no connection 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 yeah you know and so and it is something you have to pray about because mm-hmm. i can't fix it on my own i'm a control freak at times i'm yeah. like i'm like talk or you know my mouth all the time like i'll, I'll go <laughs> home and i'll tell my mom about what one of my friends did she's like well did you talk to her about it i'm like well no like <laughs> yeah. she's just that friend like you said i know she does this so i just go to her for when we want to have a good time but now i'm not even having a good time yeah. anymore. she's like um, okay, but if you care about her enough, doesn't she deserve the right to know that you're upset with That's her? Good. And I'm like, That's good. That's so true. Uh, oh, my goodness. Endless mom coming in clutch. Right. <laughs> Love you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Ashley, sorry. Mom, <laughs> respect. Right, right, right. Mother dear. Heidi, oh, we didn't I ask you. Gone, how, can, yeah. how can you be a better yep. friend, Heidi? Oh, I can be a better friend in a lot of ways. Sorry, I keep backing up the mic. We can be, I can be a better friend. Let's, 
You were just sit on that for a minute. <laughs> yeah, okay, she's, she's like, just sitting there. She's admitting the whole world. I have messed up. You're not just, <laughs> Heidi. You're not perfect. No. What? what? I know. Surprise. Stop. Gosh, kick her out. Enneagram one. Enneagram <laughs> one. That's a whole other topic. Right. No, I think for me, it's like I'm the kind of person that's like. I want to be the best friend I can be to people. And then when, in my head, it's like all good and dandy. And then I go out to live it and I'm like, I screwed all that you up. So these expectations then on yourself. I do. That's what I, you probably know yep. that. <laughs> Haley, do you know, understand? Little no. Ingram made over there. No. She's I, like, expectations on other people? That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, For me though, I really think it's like being sacrificial, like sacrificial. Friendship is sacrifice mm, and realizing good. that that is that because like I wrote this first down because I just think that's so true. She's got her page but of notes again. John, yep. John 15, 13 says greater love has no one than this and someone lay down his life for his friends. And I know that that's like, you know, dying for someone. But, but at the end of the day, Jesus. yeah, but Jesus, <laughs> he finished that verse. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I say Jesus comes back to that verse. Oh, yeah. Well, to me, that's like sacrifice, though, like because Jesus sacrificed him for the love that he had for us. And like we're called to love people. But really what love looks like in friendship is sacrificing. Mm-hmm. So even if it's not exactly what I want to talk about in that moment or we're not even connected on the same exact level, like, oh, we're not exactly the same. This is a little bit weird. Right. Being able to sacrifice like your interests for the interests of, the, of others or yeah. the things that or just being able to be pick up the phone and talk to someone. Maybe it's a long conversation. You don't really want to sit through. Just, I mean, they need just, to talk to somebody. Yeah. Being that friend that people can listen to because I'm a talker and I want to talk to everyone and I want to fix everyone's problems (laughs) but just being there to listen to people even like and to to not always know that you don't always have to say something right just to be like people need someone to listen to them to listen to them and I think I have struggled with that with you even Haley like me and Heidi we're friends yeah we are friends we have our problems you know we're not yeah I'm just we like have to work on the way each here. other. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> probably were. No, I mean we we definitely have our own problems. That because being up in each other's face twenty four seven is well, we're hard. like polar opposites, but the same but the at same. the same time. So like, her, but our personalities are completely different. And so being able to hear, listen to Haley talk, and then it's hard for me. <laughs> okay, thanks. Heidi talks all the time. I know that's what I'm no, going to say. I'm just saying for me as a friend, that's I need to be more intentional with like being hmm. sacrificial. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think so too. Just kidding. Okay. She's like, oh, man, we're kind of close. <laughs> that was good. No, but um, yeah. Wait, think, can I say one more thing? Yeah, go, go ahead. For I it. think this close is so. Out. This is what I've been. That's been on my heart, like with friendships, and you know, of course, girls. That's like who, you know, relationships. Who am I going to marry? All this stuff, especially as Christian girls, because they're like, if you're not dating by eighteen, what are you doing? It's like, <laughs> um, well. <laughs> Awkward. Only one of us here is unfortunate. Um, I'm just going to stay quiet for this part. Y'all go ahead. She's like, all right. Well, no, this works for everything. I think it's guarding your heart. Have you heard that phrase? Like, Mm -hmm. guard your heart. And so, not that it's these walls, but it's because I I sit back and you look at the scope of friendships and you're like, okay, well, I have to have really great boundaries, but I also have to be sacrificial. Mm -hmm. I also have to love them a lot, but also I can't be walked all over. Like, it's like this whole thing, right? Yeah. But then, and knowing what's important to you and what's important in your heart and what the Lord has put in your heart, especially with friendships, like me stepping out of my high school and all of my best friends moved away. Mm. And I was like, what is, I was like, God, what? Like, what am I? And I went to all online college and I was like, I'm going to make zero friends. No one I know is living near me anymore. And I'm still living at my house. So my best friend was my 11 year old sister. So I was like, love okay, it. we love it. And <laughs> she's still my best friend. Love Evan. Um, but 
it wasn't until I prayed to God, like for these friendships, right? And then they started coming in my life and I didn't realize what a gem they were until I got them. But then it was like, when I started realizing my downfalls in these friendships, I was like, am I guarding my heart? I think God was definitely like, Emma, are you, are you seeing the places in which you've struggled with before? Like still those things from freshman year where I was still putting my identity all on her. Like there was this one girl from my high school that ended up staying with me, but I had really terrible jealousy problems with her. Mm-hmm. And I opened my heart to her because her boyfriend broke up with her and I was like, oh my gosh, I got to be there for her, right? But then I realized when I was hanging out with her, like part of me deep down inside was like, oh, well, she's still always going to be better than you. Like, why are you even hanging out with her? She probably doesn't even like you. And it's like, where is that coming from, you know? Mm -hmm. And then she would start texting me just how much she appreciated me. And I was like, wait. So, you know, guarding your heart in every aspect, especially if you have been hurt by people. Mm -hmm. And But then also going into a healthy relationship, being able to guard your heart and knowing that people may fail you. And people have different things, you know? And so you have to be able to set those clear boundaries, guard your heart. And, like, put it in line with what Scripture says. And realizing it's not about you. Like, it's yeah. not about yeah. us. It's about the Lord first. And, like, how are, we, how are we honoring Him in our friendships? How are we honoring Him in our own personal life and then in that, in that area? Because you, you can't be a good friend if you're not already— You can't love people—you can't love God and not like people, you know? Totally. It goes both ways. Yeah. But you got to set your mind on Him first and right. then, you know. Anyway— that was good. Yeah, wow, I like that, that conversation. Was really good. I'm ready to make more friends, guys. I know, right? <laughs> Let's it. go out and be better friends. Um, yes. And uh, something that our pastor said yet today's Monday. Yeah, yesterday, yesterday. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> he talked about just being doers of the word. So, like, I don't. Mm. I know that this is not like a sermon or anything, but just for me personally, after hearing like what you Emma said and Haley, just hearing that, I want to be encouraged and go out and be try to be a better friend and lean on the Lord to help me walk and sacrifice and be intentional in friendships. I feel like sometimes yeah. saying what we want to do out loud to other people so they can kind of in a way hold you accountable even yeah. if they're not going like really going to but they kind of can it's because like, oh I put this out on the internet this is out on the internet oh. everybody's going to look to you I'm to be a better friend yeah and if y'all see us on the streets ask us how our friendships are <laughs> yeah. no please don't <laughs> who's your closest friend what are you saying to them <sighs> oh, yeah well Haley well what you're my closest friend so oh wow she might expose honored. me she might expose me <laughs> anyway all right, guys. Thank you, Emma, for coming Thank on the show as our first guest. Everybody, so go so give honored. Emma a follow because she's super cool and she's got she writes stuff. Are you writing stuff on my like blog right stuff. now or we Instagram? Have an Instagram page, yeah. like little plug. It's called Deeply Rooted Seventeen Eight. So it's from mm-hmm. Jeremiah Seventeen Eight, which is like you'll be like uh, a tree planted by the water. Who's we'll put roots. it in the description? Yeah, we'll put it in the description. Hey. I've been reading yeah. it and it's been good. It has it's been encouraging. Good. Thanks, ladies. Yeah, I do it with two other friends of mine from a church. Both girls still in high school and. Even though they're young, they're they're even wiser than me oh, some wow. days. I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Learn from the youngest people. Yes. Love that. Anyway. Ooh, I'm back from the mic. Well, thank you, Emma, so much for coming on. Thank y'all. I love y'all. And this we'll have to fun. have you on again someday. Hey. Yes. Anyway. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed. Thank you for making it this far into the podcast. Yeah. We'll see you next time. All right. Peace Bye. Out. Peace. Bye.